Hello! Welcome to another story about the Peters family. The name of this week's story is The Peters' Prayers, Part 2. As always, we've included a line from a hymn or a hymn title within the story. If you recognize it, send your answer to whimsywins at gmail.com. If yours is the first correct answer we receive, we will send you a prize! Last week, we had two hymns and we had two winners. Roddy of Concord, California sent in the correct answer of Wonderful, Merciful Savior, and Phoebe of Concord, California, sent in the correct answer of I Need Thee Every Hour, both from the story, The Peters' Prayers, Part 1. Good job! Let's get started on this week's story, The Peters' Prayers, Part 2. The Peters had just learned that they had won tickets to Bronzyland from local radio station KIOT. It was a dream come true, and around Christmas time, they would get to see the Christmas lights in the park. Though the Peters had been to Bronzyland four times before, every trip to Bronzyland, especially an all-expenses-paid trip, was nothing to sniff at. I can't believe we won, Pearson said for the 30th time that morning at the breakfast table. I know, isn't that great? Praise the Lord. How kind of him to answer our prayers. He sure didn't have to do that. It's not as though we haven't been to Bronzylands four times before, or that it's even a need, Daddy Peters observed between taking bites of pancakes. I agree. It's pretty great. And if the Lord wills, the kids and I will go later today to pick up the tickets. And Daddy Peters, will you be able to take the weekend off? It's such a short notice. Mama Peters had morphed into her irrational plan-ahead self, which was her natural inclination. Ah, I think so, Mama Peters. Work is slow, and my boss will be fine with it, but it's only three days away, so I'll definitely need to ask him today. I'll take Friday and Monday off, the Lord willing. Yay! This is going to be so fun! Daddy Peters, I can't wait to tell Nora and not Todd. I mean, Todd, I I just can't wait! Penelope had once again begun to stumble over her words, which she was prone to do when her thoughts became faster than her words. I think it's fine to tell whoever you would like to tell, but we have to babysit Rocket this morning. Mrs. Cameron has a dental appointment, and then she'd like to do a little bit of Christmas shopping, so I told her to feel free to go. Rocket will be with us for a few hours. After that, we'll head to the radio station, and then you can tell Todd and Nora, Mama Peters explained. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad Rocket is coming over. It'll be fun to play with him, Pearson responded. Yes, but for now, I need you guys to wash these breakfast dishes. I'm going to take the twins upstairs to get dressed, Mama Peters instructed, to willing nods of happy children. Twenty minutes later, the Peters children were in the den with Rocket and the twins, playing with their train and tracks. Rocket was talking their ears off, and his cuteness had begun to have an effect on the entire Peters family. Ever since Mrs. Cameron had been taking advice from Mama Peters about raising a little one, Rocket's behavior had changed drastically. He was quite responsive to discipline, as Mrs. Cameron had continued to seek out Mama Peters. She had even begun to grow more interested in bible things, as she phrased it, that Mama Peters talked about. Mama Peters, thanks so much for watching Rocket, Mrs. Cameron told Mama Peters, who was in the kitchen chopping and preparing chicken for the evening's dinner. Of course, Mrs. Cameron, it's no problem at all. We love Rocket. He's so spirited, Mama Peters answered. He is, Mrs. Cameron agreed. We really enjoy him, and it's so helpful to have you watch him because I can do a little Christmas shopping after my dentist appointment. It won't be a big Christmas this year because we don't got a whole lot of money right now, so I'll just go to the $1 and no more store, 
My sweet Billy has been working so hard these days. He's like working 80 hours a week lately. Wow, how can he possibly sustain that? Mama Peters had concern etched on her face. Oh, I know, Mama Peters, he's exhausted. I'm hoping he gets a break soon. He says he's planning to take the whole weekend off and even a couple of extra days. He's been burning the candle at both ends to make Christmas more affordable. I told him I'm fine without presents. And Rocket is too. But business has been slow the last few months, so he's just trying to help us stay afloat. Oh, Sonny, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'll sure be praying for you guys. It does sound like you could use some time together. So I'll be praying that the Lord gives you some extra business in the next few days. Oh, Mama Peters, wouldn't that be great? Thanks for praying. I know that a holy woman like you, you must bend God's ear pretty regularly, and I'm sure that'll help our cause. Oh, no, Sonny, it's not like that. You can be praying for business yourself. The Lord will be found by all who search for Him. Well, you know, I have been praying a little. It's hard and a little slow. I don't know how to pray real well, Mama Peters, but I'm feeling more like we need it, more than ever. You're so right, Sonny. We all need prayer, everyone. How about if I prayed for you right now? Mama Peters suggested to an enthusiastic nod from Rocket's mom. Mama Peters began to pray. Lord God, we thank you for Christmas. We thank you for the gift of Jesus, who came as a baby in a manger and who died a horrible death for the sins of those who believe. And even though it's your birthday, you are so kind to let us celebrate your birth by the giving and receiving of presents. And Lord, we pray for the Cameron family, especially for Billy, for Sonny, for Rocket, that you would provide some extra money for this holiday season, that if you would will, that Billy's business will pick up in the next few days and help Sonny's trip to the dentist to be a good one, Lord. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Mama Peters could tell that Mrs. Cameron was really thankful for her prayer because at the end of praying, Sonny said a hearty, Amen! Thanks, Mama Peters. I'm really glad you're my friend who prays for me. It's my pleasure, Sonny. I pray for a lot of things for you. I hope that someday you'll come to church with us. We would just love it. Well, maybe we will, Mama Peters. But for now, I'd better run. The dentist can't be left waiting after all. Mama Peters laughed <laughs> and saw Rocket's mom to the front door. Afterward, she walked into the den and listened as Pearson and Penelope told Rocket all about Bronzyland. Rocket's eyes were wide as saucers as he listened intently, quiet as a casket. Bronzyland? Rocket finally exclaimed when the Peters concluded the story. Yup, it's so exciting. Piers and Daddy Peters and I are going to ride the Amazing's Coaster, Penelope declared. The Amazing's Coaster? What's that, Penelope? Rocket wanted to know. It's only the greatest coaster at Bronzyland, Rocket. There's tons and tons of loops, and it starts by shooting you out at super high speeds, Pearson explained. Wow, that sounds so fun! Rocket was intrigued. It's super fun, Rocket, but you might be too short to ride it. You have to be like 50 inches, but there's a ton of good rides. You've been there, right? Pearson asked. Nope, but Grandpa said sometime we can go if we save up enough money, so I've been putting my extra coins in the money jar. Grandpa gives me the coins if I help Mom clean the house, Rocket explained. Well, that's a good idea, Penelope remarked, though she felt a twinge of sadness that Rocket had never been to Bronzyland, and this would be her fifth trip there. And the thing was, if they hadn't won the tickets, 
Mama and Daddy Peters could still pay for it from their bank account. Though they weren't wealthy or anything, they did have enough money for a Ronzyland vacation, but Rocket's family wasn't as well off, and Penelope sensed that. After a few hours of playing, Mrs. Cameron picked Rocket up, and he regaled her with tales about Bronzyland and all that had happened to the Peters. Rocket's mom looked so excited and congratulated them on their trip. Not long after saying their goodbyes, the Peters hopped in the car and made their way to the radio station. Once they arrived, they easily found their way to the front desk where the secretary had an envelope with Peters family typed on the front. Congratulations, said the receptionist as she handed Mama Peters the envelope with tickets. We'd love for you to take a picture with Ash Wells. She enjoys meeting all the contest winners. And so, for the next 20 minutes or so, Mama Peters and the children toured the office of the radio station. They got a chance to see the studio where the program was recorded, and they met Ash Wells and chatted with her for a while. Pearson and Penelope were in absolute awe that they were meeting the jockey that they had been listening to for 11 days in a row. When it was time to leave and on the car ride home, Penelope sat in the back and chatted with Pearson quietly. I feel so bad for Rocket, she said somewhat sadly. Oh, I know, Pen. I can't get it out of my mind. Like, I, I don't know. We, we prayed we would win, but... Pearson began. And without him even having to finish the sentence, Penelope knew. She just knew. She knew what Pearson was thinking. Because she was thinking the same thing. Pearson, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I know God gave us the tickets, but maybe he didn't give us the tickets for us. She paused, and Pearson finished her sentence. Maybe God gave us the tickets so that we could share them with Rocket and his family. Both of them sat quietly, lost in their thoughts for a few seconds, until Mama Peters interrupted. What are you guys talking about back there? Mama Peters glanced in the rearview mirror. Well, Mama Peters, we were kind of we were kind of thinking that maybe we could give the tickets to Rocket's family. Penelope answered Mama Peters. Oh, wow. But you prayed so hard to win. And you guys were, were so excited. Mama Peters began. That's true, Mama Peters. But Rocket's family would really appreciate it. He's never gone. And I think it's going to take him years to save up that much change to be able to go. Penelope stopped to take a deep breath. And I'm not sure they have as much money as we do, Penelope added. Well, are you both in agreement then? I think it would be wise to pray about it and to call Daddy Peters for his wisdom. We're both in agreement, Mama Peters. Pearson felt warmth in his heart at the thought of giving the tickets to the Cameron family. He'd had that feeling before, when he'd been generous. He knew the verse Acts 20.35, It is more blessed to give than to receive. To be true and he looked at Penelope, who nodded happily. He knew she was feeling the same way. Mama Peters called Daddy Peters, who said to give him a few minutes to pray and think about it. He told Mama Peters he would call her back soon. As they got closer to home, Daddy Peters called. He was only too happy to give his okay to give the tickets to the Cameron family. As they turned on their street, Penelope and Pearson were beside themselves. They could hardly keep from jumping out of their skin. Finally, Mama Peters pulled into their driveway, and Pearson and Penelope walked down the street to Rocket's house. They knocked at the door. They saw Rocket's cute little face as he pulled the drape to see who was on the porch. Mom! Pearson and Penelope are here! He was smiling broadly. Mrs. Cameron opened the door and greeted 
Wilson. Penelope. Hey, how you doing? Hi, Mrs. Cameron. We wanted to stop by because we have something for you. There was no way for Penelope to contain her excitement. Well, of course. Would you like to come in? No, thank you, Pearson replied. We have to run home and help Mama Peters with dinner. We just want to give you this, and we'll be on our way. Pearson handed Mrs. Cameron the envelope. Well, hey, thanks. Would you like me to open it now? Mrs. Cameron looked down at the envelope, a bit puzzled. Sure, if you'd like. We can explain to you what it is as you open it. What it is? Pearson took off where Penelope had left off. It's tickets to Bronzyland this weekend, and a gift card to the Bronzyland Hotel with reservations already made. Rocket's mom looked absolutely shocked, and she didn't respond for at least 30 seconds. She just pulled the tickets out of the envelope and stared at them. I... I can't accept these. You guys were so excited to win them. This is too much. Mrs. Cameron couldn't hide that she was so moved by the kind gesture of tickets to Bronzyland. No, Mrs. Cameron, we really want you to go. We want Rocket to go and have a great time. This is what we all decided to do. Daddy Peters prayed about it, and we've all thought about it, and, and the Bible says that, that to do what it's in your heart to do, to be a cheerful giver, and we're happy to give these to you, Mrs. Cameron. Penelope felt warm all over. Well, I, I don't really know what to say, except thank you. This is the most generous gift I've ever gotten that we've ever gotten. I, I'm pretty much, I, 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 well, Mrs. Cameron, Pearson interrupted, enjoy them. And Mama Peters told us to make sure you send pictures while you're there. Rocket's mom nodded excitedly. I can't tell you all that this means to me. God is real nice to me. Penelope and Pearson nodded and hugged Rocket and Mrs. Cameron and turned away. They walked joyfully away from the home. When they arrived home, Daddy Peters' car was already parked in the driveway. Pearson and Penelope ran inside to greet him. Are you terribly disappointed, Daddy Peters? Penelope asked as she embraced him. I am not, Pen. God loves a cheerful giver, and you two are some of the most cheerful givers I have seen. And I'm thankful for kids who love to give. And though we aren't wealthy, I am so grateful that God has given us more than we need. And so... It was especially easy not to be disappointed when Mama Peters and I decided that we're going to take you to Bronzyland without free tickets this weekend. So no, I'm not disappointed. How could I be? Mama Peters, who was so touched by Penelope and Pearson's gesture toward the Camerons, couldn't help but begin to sing, All for Jesus, all for Jesus. All my beings ransomed powers, all my thoughts and words and doings, all my days and all my hours. With hearts of worship, Daddy Peters, Pearson, and Penelope joined in song with Mama Peters. All for Jesus, all for Jesus, all my days and all my hours. All for Jesus, all for Jesus, all my days and all my hours. And so it was that Pearson and Penelope continued to learn that God has mysterious ways, and in his great love, he gives good gifts to his children. As it says in Psalm 145, 9, 
The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. And because God is so magnanimous, His children would learn that giving is far better than receiving. This is Grandmom's Corner. Have you experienced the joy of giving to others? If giving doesn't come easy for you, ask the Lord to help you be generous. If you hear of someone in need, pray about how you can help. Sometimes giving might mean making a sacrifice, like Pearson and Penelope did when they gave up their tickets to someone who had far less than did they. Hebrews 13:16 says, And do not neglect doing good and sharing, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. You may not have the money to buy something, or you might not have free tickets to give away, but you can give other things, like your time. Maybe a young mom you know could use some help. You could offer to clean your kitchen, or your elderly neighbor could use your help in raking leaves. Years ago, when my daughter was single and had just completed college, she helped a single mom at times by watching her young child as the single mom attended school. My two oldest grandsons regularly help a widow in our church by mowing and doing yard work free of charge, even though the widow has offered to pay. Or perhaps you've been on the receiving end of someone's generosity. Our family definitely has. And as a result, it's made us want to give to others. Years and years ago, when we had about six kids, we didn't have a car big enough for all of us. If we all went somewhere together, like church, we would have to take two cars. As I've explained before, my sweet husband worked so hard to provide for us. He worked two jobs at the time, and we delivered newspapers, and my husband was also going to school at the same time. Our mechanic was a friend, and he was a Christian. And he told my husband that he'd received a caravan, which was a minivan from a customer because it needed lots of work, and she had no use for it. Our mechanic friend had fixed it all up, and had done a beautiful job of it. He asked my husband if we were interested in purchasing it. My sweet husband told our friend that he would love to buy it and that he would love it if I could drive it with all of our kids. But sadly, we just didn't have the money for it. After their conversation, we thought nothing more about it. And then one day, we heard someone pull into our driveway. I looked out the window and there was our friend who was in the driveway in the caravan. We didn't know why he was there, although we had sort of a sneaky suspicion. Our friend came to the door and handed us the keys to what was now our van. We could not believe it, and he didn't charge us one red cent for it. We had that van for years, and I can't tell you how many times we've thought of that beautiful gift given by our friend from the hand of the Lord. And we've thanked our friends and his wife over the years. Believe me when I tell you that God will use your generosity and he will bless you for it. He sees your sacrifice and he's well pleased with that. This time of year is a great time to begin giving of yourself, whether it be by baking cookies for your neighbors or by taking some of your money from your piggy bank and buying a gift for someone or putting it in the offering at church in addition to what you normally give. You won't believe the joy you will experience when you give to someone. Why not give it a try this week? The Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another story about the Peters family. Bye for now.